Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everybody. Hello, Matt. Hello, Neil. Yeah, so uh, here today doing our podcast, we actually lost a very dear friend of mm. ourselves, but also of the, the church um, last week on Saturday. Uh, yeah. So Marilyn Wilson, uh, part of our founding committee, I guess, is the public officer from the beginning. Yep. And help with the um, writing of the constitution originally, and plenty of other stuff throughout the time. Mm. Helped build the building, and was involved in a lot of the uh, the growth of this church. Uh, so yeah, we uh, were sad to lose her. Yeah, certainly were. Yeah, um, and so it sort of just really, you know, as you reflect on these sorts of things, um, it, it's sort of a weird time for us. As Christians, it's sort of that we know that they're in a, a beautiful place, heaven, mm-hmm. yep. um, and the earth is finished for them. But at the same time, we still have this emptiness left behind with us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that separation that that happens. So yeah, I thought I'd talk about on the weekend just about that rising to new life that we have the opportunity as Christians to enter into, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, and to just really reflect on Marilyn's life a little bit um, and her work for the Lord over all that time and, you know, just the things that she actually did, most of it was very much behind the scenes. Mm. And, you know, you, you you really have to consider that as a Christian, you know, um, when Jesus talked about greatness in the kingdom, it was really... You know, who wants to be the greatest should be the least. Yeah. And I think that mindset that we can have at times is, is you know, great is big, great is better, great is, you know, all these amazing things that we do and, you know, the events we have. And and yet I really feel like, um, you know, that is part of what we do as a Christian. Hopefully we have that sort of greatness, but... Underneath and undergirding that all, the greatness of a person is not measured in what we'd call success from a worldly point of view. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, so Matt, I might just give you a little chance to reflect on Marilyn yourself, actually. I yeah. had the chance on Sunday, so... Yeah, no, look, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, I think it's a huge loss for us as a church community for Marilyn not to be around anymore. But as you say, you know, she's gone to a much better place. Um, and, you know, she's free from... Um, illness and whatever that she had for for a long time that was you know a real struggle for her but even you know I think the thing I admire about Marilyn is that she was always uh, firm in her faith and yeah. and not afraid to um, tell people about her faith and also to be in that space of um, holding holding people accountable to their faith for the, for those of us who are believers as well you know and and as you say, you know, heavily involved in, in committees and, and doing stuff behind the scenes, the public officer and, and all that kind of stuff for for Cornerstone. And, and you know, myself being on the committee as well, having the privilege of, of being part of, of the work that she was doing and, and, and yeah, just always, always um, making sure that we were in a space where we were honouring what God has intended for us and seeking his vision and, and staying on on the vision that had been given, you know, particularly with the building and, and what that, you know, that process that we went through, you know, her 
you know, her steadfastness in, in faith and, and belief in, in the vision that God had placed on, on the committee for, for what was to come and, and, you know, to see that now and, yeah. and you know, the, the instrumental parts that she played in that, in making sure that that, you know, we didn't let worldly opinion or anything like that get in the way, but just really focusing and, and trusting in what God was, was leading us to. And, you know, I think that, you know, she was always there for people who, who didn't have or were lacking or just needed support, but not in, as you say, not in a showy way, in the behind the scenes way and just so generous and yep. yeah, amazing lady of faith. Um, you know, I remember her from when I was a kid at school, you know, Arnie Marilyn would come into the front office and I'd be there or whatever and she'd give me a big hug and, you know, yep. just, just loves on people and is genuinely concerned and and you know wanting to be part of of people's lives wherever they're at and and doing what she can so you know it's a you know i think it's a it's a huge loss for us as a as a church and for the wider community but you know she's gone gone to a much better place and she's free from the the pain and anguish that she was experiencing not that you would know it because she would never talk about it and Mm, you know but um yeah, absolute blessing to have her and all of the things that she's contributed to at, at Cornerstone and, and the wider church and mm. yeah. yeah, incredible woman of faith. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just the, the whole you know, wanting to help the person that's, you know, struggling. Yeah. It's genuine. Definitely genuine, uh, from my lifetime of knowing her, which was quite a long time, a long time before the church existed, that's for sure. Um yep. Yeah, when I was a young fella, and my mm. sister was friends with her daughter, and yeah, so I've known her for many, many years. Um, have to be at least over thirty years, yeah, just that. Um, and good with our kids as well. So, mm. yeah, so it was sort of like it's funny because people would say, "Oh, how do, how are you feeling, Neil?" Because you know we were reasonably close and mm. um, spent a lot of time together uh, in the office working on things, just in life in general. Yeah. Um and and it's funny because I do have this that dual sense of like a very reality of it like yeah she's going to heaven we'll see mm. her again one day. Mm. And I think like what what I wanted to try and really help us to think about was this amazing hope we have as Christians that yeah. we don't need to worry about death at all. Um and that God has an amazing future for us even in raising us from the dead and the reason that we can be uh, excited and know that that's happening is because Jesus was the first fruit of that. He he was dead and he was buried and he rose again. Yeah. And the Bible says that that was the first fruit, the first seed. And and so we're raised to new life with Jesus Christ. So that's the hope that we have. Um, and just part of that is that whole future of, of heaven or being with Christ forever Um I don't think we really fully get it, but, you know, the body that we've got now actually passes away. It actually really goes. And so we don't move from life to death. We actually move from life to life. You know, like once we're born again and receive Jesus Christ as our Savior, we have eternal life from the moment that we're saved. Yeah. Um, And, you know, to not forget that we have that resurrection, um, and the Bible says, oh, I looked at 1 Corinthians 15, the, the yep. end of that chapter, yep. basically. But our natural body is not what we live in forever. There's this glory right. body of a heavenly body 
mm-hmm. um, that we're raised in the spiritual body. And it says that our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, but they will be lived to raise to forever. Sorry, raised to live forever. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they'll be raised in glory. Yeah. Buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. Buried as natural human bodies, but will be raised as spiritual bodies. For as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. And you know, the the thing is that our earthly body can't inherit what lasts forever. No. It's not designed to do that, but God is giving us a spiritual body. And even if we don't die, we still get this. Yeah. So we're not going to all die, but we're all going to be transformed. There's going to be this moment in time when our earthly body is transformed into a spiritual body. And that's actually like amazing to think about, isn't it? Yeah, sure We we have on this earth, not just physical pain, but we have mental pain. We have emotional pain. Yeah. All those sorts of things. Yeah. Can you actually imagine a life without any of those things? No. 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 It hurts. It hurts my brain to th- <laughs> to think about. But um, you know what a what an awesome and glorious gift that God has intended for all of us to have. Um, yeah. You know, and it's something to look forward to. I, I, you know, but again, I think there's that that real challenge for us to to know that that our our life of eternity starts now from when, yeah. from when we start to believe and we have that transformation of, of becoming uh, a follower of Christ and there, there is that, that transformational journey that starts now. Yeah. Um, and being in that frame set of, you know, I'm, I'm no longer in my old, old self, but now it's, it's Christ that is in, in me that, that, you know, helps me along in my journey. And yes, there's still the pain and the suffering and the, and the other things that go with having that, that earthly body. Um, but again, looking forward to to that heavenly body that yeah. is to come. Uh, it's really cool. It is cool, and yeah. and eternity is an amazing thing. Like I was, yeah. I was reflecting on that, and you know, talked about you know with the kids and and stuff like that on Earth. You know, we we miss them. Uh, <laughs> I miss my kids. I don't know if everyone does, but you know, the, the what I miss is actually the relationship with them here on Earth. So I've got two kids that moved into state. And, you know, at times my heart almost aches for the, the days when they were younger. Yeah. And it's a genuine ache, like a heartache. you just sort of like, oh, wow, I just loved that time of life. And it wasn't because they were little, although that was part of it because they're fun. But there, there's a different relationship now when we see each other of adult, which is also exciting. It's different, but it's good. You know, yeah. there's this change in that relationship. but. Because of distance, because of of all those things, there's a separation that takes place on Earth, and so what I actually really miss is that connection with them, and you know, being around them and being with them. Um, but when you start to think of eternity in that perspective, it it can change even that. You know, it's like, um, of course, we'll miss people. We'll have that separation here on Earth, but can you imagine eternity where? If you are, are, are really serious about it, you put your mind to um, really trying to move your kids into going to heaven with you. So that's mm. the ultimate, mm. isn't it? Like that, not that, um, you know, my kids are successful on earth. Yeah. Because in all reality, it means nothing. No, that's right. You know, and, yeah. and, and it's funny how it can just bend your whole thinking. Mm. It's like, you know, um, I see so often that, you know, we as humans and even as Christians, we can spend a whole lot of time chasing the earthly things. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've 
seeing that around. Oh, absolutely. It's it's everywhere. And, in, and you know, even in fact, you know, in my own life, I see myself in the past chasing those earthly things that, you know, they're so important and I have to get, get this thing or achieve this this thing and then you get there and it's like, oh, that was good. Let's move on to the next thing sort of thing, you know. Like there's... Yep. It's the way of the world that we need to be careful that we don't get don't get roped into and and again having that having that uh, eternal perspective um just just there as as a reminder of what's to come um you know as, as i said before it doesn't it doesn't take away the pain or the or the challenge or whatever that we have now in in some circumstances sometimes it does you know yeah. um but you know what i mean like so there's that just that um, making sure that you have that frame of mind of that eternal perspective of what what's to come and and be on guard that you don't get distracted by the things of of this world and by the mm. by the achievements and you know the the um you know just everything the the what you know the possessions and and you know um like as i said you know the the worldly achievement and the, and the status and the title yeah. and all of those things that that get wrapped up into that um you know all of those are actually good things and and can be really good to have but if that's that's your focus then that's when the danger comes in yep yeah yeah and you know it's that rejoicing in that you have eternal life really yeah yeah jesus pointed out to his disciples you know that you know because they went out and they were, you know, casting out demons. Mm. I'd have to probably look up the story to get it really, really accurate. But basically it was like, we saw these amazing things happen and Jesus said, don't rejoice over that. Mm. You know, that, that's an achievement on earth. That's a good thing that, you know, that happened. But rejoice rather that your names are written in the book of life. It's yeah. like even those things that we achieve as a Christian yeah. in all yeah. reality yeah, it's good. Are, are zero compared to this this grabbing hold of living forever with him yeah and yeah it just changes the perspective and and honestly like if i you know we've talked about it before but honestly it just jumps at me again and again if you look at that parable of the uh seed and the sower um for us it's definitely the weeds you know yeah yeah we're, we're not fruitful as christians because it, that's the cares the anxieties the troubles of this world um, that 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 are in our lives as Christians, stopping us being fruitful. Mm. And I think the key there is of this world, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and whatever that might be, our care and anxiety would be that I want my kid to be great. Yeah. So let me push them in a certain direction. Mm. Um, you know, and and I do talk about sport a bit now. I love sport a lot, and I mm. have nothing against sport. Like as a kid, I'd play all the time. Loved it. Yeah, and would have loved to play for Australia or Carlton Football Club or whatever and be a champion. And there's zero wrong with that at all. Yeah, but one of the things is that we notice is that people, even in the church, are pursuing things so far outside of eternity. Yeah, that that actually becomes a goal. So if there's a choice between, oh, my kid has to do this sport on a Sunday, mm. or do we go to church so that you know, hopefully, they go to heaven. And also be a productive Christian on Earth. Yeah, the choice is often made. Well, definitely the sports far more important. Yeah, yeah. Time and time again, and and you know it's not just against sport. Just hear no. me out. But no. it's like, when are we going to prioritize the things of God over yeah. the things of the world? Yeah, it's a good challenge. Um, yeah, you know I absolutely agree with the 
you know, I got I, I play sport myself, and and you know, there were times in my sporting career, if I can say it that way, that that you know, there was uh, trainings and whatever that happened on a Sunday morning, um, and you know, I had to I had to make that decision what what was the priority, and and you know, I hope that I made the right. I mean, I know I did make the right choice because I chose chose coming to church over mm. over going and doing gym sessions which why I'm I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore or ever to be honest <laughs> uh, and you know but that that impacted I mean there was a consequence for that within the sporting world but yeah. you know at the end of the day you know what what does that matter in comparison to eternal consequence yeah. and um you know, my son growing up was playing basketball at the moment as well, uh, following in my footsteps. And you know, he's he's um, his team is playing in the top level for his age group, and they changed the games to Sunday morning, um, and he so he can't play that anymore. So, yep. and but that was a decision that that he and and us as his parents made together, and and yep. you know, it was really exciting to see um, him make that choice to say no, church is more important, and. You know, um, same issue with next year. His, his games will be on a Friday night when youth group's on, and he's yep. already said, "I'm going to youth group. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna be doing sport." So you know, that's, but that's that's the challenge of the world that we we live in, and and yep. you know, there is that. Um, I guess that that challenge for us to make sure we're putting the right thing. In, yeah. in in the right place. Yeah, and, and like I say, you know, we don't want to make it like a big legalistic rule because there no. are times, you know, you will do something on a Sunday, big deal, yeah. you know, because the Sunday's Absolutely. not going to get you to heaven. But yeah. it's more about the priority in your life. You know, am I prioritizing the spiritual mm. over the physical, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. not even the physical, over the over the worldly idea that, you know, what, what success is, what it is, and... Mm. You know, it, it can be in any area of life. You know, Absolutely. Because yep. I, I remember at times, and you can't make a hard and fast decision that, you know, it has to be this order because we still have to rely on the Holy Spirit. So there are times I remember in the fire brigade and you'd get off at an overtime on a Sunday. Well, that's pretty awesome because you're getting, you know, 10 or 12 hours at, you know, double time yeah double time and a half whatever yeah and it could bring home a massive amount of money yeah and i know there were a couple of times when it was like i needed to take it yeah because we needed the money and god provided the opportunity but there were plenty of times when i was like i could have done it every week yeah. and then i couldn't get into my rhythm with my church got church and whatever it is back then and and so it's not really so much about don't play sport on a sunday but no. really think about the way you prioritize things yeah what's yeah, the weeds and, absolutely and so this is why i was talking about it on the weekend you know that if we're living for that eternity it's it's different and even with our relationship with say family members other brothers and sisters in christ where we actually are in conflict or or even worse than that in you know an impasse of relationship mm. I, I was imagining that and i was like those very people I'll be in heaven with. Yeah. And praise be to God that, you know, when I'm there, my attitude will be good. Yeah. Their attitude will be good. Yeah. We'll, we'll not be fighting about stuff. Everything will be revealed, what's right and wrong. But, you know, I was thinking, <laughs> you know, what if Jesus says, actually, it was you? 
<laughs> it wasn't them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and and you wasted all this time on earth in, in things that in heaven we're to be living together in harmony and we will, which is so mm. wonderful because mm. you like, you think of maybe even in your own life where there's someone, they are definitely a Christian. Yeah. But you just fight or, you know, you're not talking to each other because of something that happened. Someone got offended. Yeah. And I was thinking, what if we're actually working towards eternity? Wouldn't we take a different attitude even towards them on earth? Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> <laughs> so. yeah, I mean, I, I agree. There's certainly going to be times when, when we get there and Jesus says, you know, that was that was you, mate. You know, <laughs> what, were, what were you thinking? You know, and hopefully not too many times, but, you know, I can guarantee there's going to be times like that. And, and you're right. How do, how do we get in that space where we're, we're having that eternal perspective? And, you know, I think there's, there's some importance in that we, that it's just not just letting everything slide either. You know, yeah. that's, that's the other side of it. But, um, yeah, just being in that space of building relationship with yeah. that eternal perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, there are times when we just need to let it go. That's it. You know, yeah, there's um, times when we have is to that copyrighted? That's probably copyrighted, isn't it? Overlook. Not the way you sang it. Over, <laughs> <laughs> overlook. Yeah. Over, overlook. Yeah. Don't be a sook. Yeah. Uh, that's my trademark. I've yeah. copyrighted that one. Nice. Um, yeah. I, you know, there there is <laughs> there is that challenge to. Again, it comes back to loving each other in yeah in the way that God intends us to. Um, yeah. And if you think about yeah. the Lord's Prayer, right, Matt, it's like, yeah. let your will be done on earth as in heaven. Yeah. So think of heaven when we're getting there, that his will is that we're, we're all living in this unity and love, which we will. Yeah. Because we're transformed. This is the beauty of it. Yeah. But we're saying, let your will be done on earth as in heaven. Aren't we praying, God, help us to change our attitudes. Yeah. Help us to Absolutely. live out the life that you've... Let's bring heaven to earth. Yeah. And try and make it, you know... As we can, yeah. So yeah, the last verse um, that we looked at, um, which I think was you know really to sum it up, uh, thinking about so Paul's gone through this whole chapter talking about the resurrection, yeah, the new life, the new yeah. body, the yeah. you know that we've got victory over death because sin's power is broken over our life. Um, but this is the result. Because you have eternal life, because you're yeah. going to be raised back to life, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Yeah. So our hope of resurrection should compel us to live and work enthusiastically for the Lord. Yeah. Because we're not looking at this earth anymore. We're like, no, this is right. we're just passing through. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And so, I like, nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So do all things as though you're doing it for the Lord. I like that verse too. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good That's right there. So, you know, and that's, you know, that's a that's a challenge and that's that's something I think about most days driving to work. You know, God help me to, help me to work as though I'm working for you. Yep. You know, in, in all the discussions, in all the conversations, uh, in all the different interactions and things that you have with people, you know, how... You know, be in that be in that space of, you know, um, as it says, they're being strong and immovable in in your faith. Um, yep. And and do it as though you're doing it for the Lord. Lord, work enthusiastically at it, and and it won't be useless. You know, yeah. that's that's a great promise right there to grab hold of. Sure is. Um, 
Yeah. Well done. Awesome. Well, yep. We'll miss you, Marilyn. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you all later.